The Pixel Hearts would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land where each member has recorded this episode. The Gadigal people of the Aura Nation, the Wadawarung, the Bunurong, and the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. The team would like to pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging, and recognise the sovereignty was never ceded. This continent always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome to the Pixel Hearts. My name is Cameron, and I, when I want my husband to change positions during sex, I just yell, do a barrel roll and hang on to dear life. <laughs> uh, hi, my name is Taya. Um, look, when I want to change positions uh, in bed, uh, I have to put in the correct input code, which is, of course, up, left, left, right, down, right, left, up. I'd like to continue the bit, but I don't have a bit for this, so... My name is Faye, and I made the mistake of deciding to le learn the hurdy-gurdy in the last week, and my house hates me. Have you ever heard someone, like, learning the hurdy-gurdy? It's like seven cats dying in the room next to you at all times. Wait, I don't even know what the hurdy-gurdy is. Someone needs to catch up on their <laughs> Brian David Gilbert, then. I don't know why I just tried to, like, mime using a hurdy-gurdy for you, like that was going to be any help for anyone. That kind of, is that meant to be like a accordion? It looks like an accordion. No, it's a big wheeled thing. Like imagine the uh the guy in Ocarina of Time that spins the little handle and it plays <laughs> Song of Storms. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, hi everyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We're doing introductions. Um, my name's Dr. Marlian Butt, and uh. I always want to be on the back side in bed. I don't know. I tried to make something work there. Something like that. Yep. Something about backsides. My surname's Butt. There we go. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Landed. I'm letting you. I'm just letting you for like just throw your arms around in the water. Yeah. But which side do butts often want to be on? It's the back side. Hey. This is the backside. You got it. You made it. We made it there. That was a long hike, but we got there. And we are a team of romantic gamers who want to help you achieve a play of the game, your love life. And this week on the show, we are talking about um, stealing the likeness of your lover for your adventures. And we have this question from one of our listeners. Hi, Pixel Hearts. Please help me convince my boyfriend that it's weird that he makes all of his custom characters look like me. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. The classic uh, problem of when creating a custom character, what do you create that custom character to look like? Um, do you go for something, you know, close to yourself? Do you go for something um, out there in the world that is not you? Or do you go for someone that means something to you? And I think the, the best way to start this is I feel like everyone in their brain has a default they go for. Like, there is a default you start with. You might not always do the same, but there's one that you go, this is what I'm creating first. Of course, your femship. Femship, there you go. Well, I think this is the most important thing is to figure out what is the default of each of our podcasters today. So, Taya, you've offered up femship first, so tell us about your femship. What are your what are your key things that you go for in your well, look? Well, I mean, I, I literally just go with the default character most of the time. I might change the hair around. Uh, and the reason for that is I, oh, I literally no. cannot recognize faces. I, I literally don't I know what people recoiled. Like. So 
You said I pick default, and I nearly threw myself Please out the window. Please fucking throw yourself out the window. <laughs> I I don't know what my character looks like. I don't know what I look like. A default <laughs> character, wild. So you actually like open a game and just start playing it. Yeah, it's it's oh. it's because it's it's to completely be ephemeral you know to me. That's like, almost freeing of a Sisyphusian like problem that we all have, where we're constantly yeah. making a character, and the first cutscene loads in, and you just go, "Oh, uh, you know no, what? I've made you a know terrible what? choice." This is ableism. Thank mm. you very much. Like I just said, you're you're I'm, free. I'm saying the positive. You're free of the problem that oh, we yeah, have. But your tone and your facial expression was so accusatory. Thank you very much. <laughs> How can you tell, Taya? Hey. My tone and facial expression are always negative to everyone. It's not just oh, you. Oh, no, fuck. Now I'm doing it, April. Taya walked into the room and he saw all of these people pushing boulders up this hill and he went, why would you bother? And just walked off and left off all to You know what? Sisyphus isn't happy. Sisyphus is busy playing a game with his fucking default character. Thank you very much. But let's, uh, let's move on before we all get ourselves cancelled. Um, for our ableism towards face blindness. Um, <laughs> Malian, what characters do you create in games? I tend to go for characters to try and make them look like me. So I often try, if there's an option, to throw some coloured hair in there. So either blue. I've currently got pink hair. I've never made a character yet with pink hair, but maybe today, maybe tomorrow. It could happen. Usually, yeah. Um, it's tomorrow. You're doing it tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah, doing it tomorrow. I decided for you. Thank you. It'll happen now. We'll we'll uh, get a poll up as well. Just just go. <laughs> You're gonna put up a poll, and you will adhere to those results. Exactly. But only Twitter blue users. But only Twitter blue users get to vote. <laughs> topical guys, really topical. Good job. <laughs> Immediately dating. So the you episode. go for yourself. You want to see. Yeah. yeah. You want to see I yourself was- in adventures. Yeah, generally that's what I do. Um, and I spend 10 to 12 hours, perhaps mm-hmm. a few days, and I have to come back to it and go, hmm, do I really want to, like, is this the character? Am I happy with this yet? And then it will take me perhaps a week before I get to play the game. So that's yep. where I'm at, yeah. Yep. Faye, what about you? What are you doing when you create well, characters? See, the problem is, as someone with face blindness, it's really oh, no! hard for me to tell. <laughs> What the faces look like. Um, so what I Sisyphus end up is doing back. <laughs> is, you know how, like, when it starts, there's, like, eight default collection of faces, right? Mm-hmm. I find the one I like the most, and then I go, okay, now the things I can recognize. Let's put the hair on there. Let's give them a scar that runs from the top to the bottom over one eye, and then make that eye look like it's taken battle damage, and we're done. Nice. Right. Every time. So you'd like just want them to be absolutely demolished in the face wherever possible. In a aesthetic way, in like mm-hmm. a imagine like you're you're a merchant vessel traveling across the high seas and a pirate galleon pulls up and you're like, oh no, are we in danger? And then this like hot pirate queen like jumps up onto the railing of your ship, posing with the sun behind you with like that scar down one side brandishing a scimitar that's what i go for every time i'm still trying to imagine myself back on the ship look this (laughs) what i I, I like about this is this is face blind accessible so i I really like the fact that like you've developed a character that you can play across games the sun's behind her so she's just silhouette that's why no it's it's great like and she's got like this distinct thing oh it's so good i should do something so i'm in 
I'm in an interesting one because I used to be this question asker's <gasps> problem. Um, back a while back, I used to make my husband in games all the time. Um, oh. And I was always like, oh, I just want to see him. So I'd make him. But then I started to realize, wait, I've made him. And now he's getting raw dogged by Dorian <laughs> in, <laughs> in Dragon Age Inquisition. And I don't... Oh my god, is that why I got a really big moustache? Because now I look like Dorian? I, Things are unfolding. Are you competing with <laughs> with Dorian for your husband's affections? But that's the thing. Like, I used to, like, just... I was always like, oh, I love my husband. I'll make him in the game. And then I started to be like, is this a weird controlling thing? So then I reassessed... Uh, There's actually Dragon Age Inquisition is where I reassessed uh, character creation. And it's a weird thing. I have almost the opposite of face blindness where i can never forget a face like like i have weirdly good face facial recognition to the point that i can remember every character i've ever made in every video game ever plus everyone i've ever met um my brain is full of useless data um but i started to basically be in this mindset of i expect video game developers to include more diverse characters in their games. I always am asking for more diverse characters in games. And I kept making a white man. So I went, uh, if I expect that from game, from other games, I should expect it of myself. So I have a rule that I will usually, the first thing I do, I will make the characters that we don't see in games. I will make women of color, Asian women, Asian men. Like I will play around with the kind of characters that we're not seeing in games. Because if I want a diverse cast, I'm the person that can create that. So it's my my oh. my first thing is usually that I will try to create a diverse character that would normally not appear in the game otherwise. Interesting. That's kind of yeah. lovely. Hmm. Yeah, because um, me trying to create my own self, right? I'm Eurasian, and hmm. so it's like certain games will let me do that. I think uh, Fallout Four had a pretty good face mash ability range for my Eurasian face, but I still ended up looking quite white. Yeah. Um, right. But it's like an interesting thing to experiment with to see if I can get it there. Well, it's that thing as well. You get into games and you have to look at like, you know, hairstyles that actually match, um, you know, the different ethnic groups. You have to look as well as body shape. That's one that is, you know, very rare. It's so rare that you can create a character that has a larger body. Um, you know, I remember being absolutely blown away back in the day when... Um, Saints Row? Saints Row. Yeah, Saints Row. When it let you have a fat character. And it wasn't like they were just fat. There it is. And as someone who is larger, me and my husband are both, you know, beefy guys. Like it was nice to see just like body shapes represented in slightly different ways. Because your character is just like immediately a badass, right? Like that's the deal with Saints Row. Yeah, there's no question about anything. You just go, yep. And my character would be there and like, you'd be a man wearing high heels. There was no like limiters on anything you wore. But yeah, so most of my characters now are all women because I want to see more women in lead roles in video games. So I go, right, women. But I think let's get back to this question about, is it weird to create your partner in a video game? Well, there's, there's one thing that happened in the polycule here that I do need to bring up, which is, we used to share a lot of games, like single-player games. We'd sit on the couch, one person would drive, and everyone else would watch. And at first, there was like, oh, let's make the character look like this member of the Polycule. And it was nice. And the problem started when we hit 
multiplayer games with character options because you have one person going, oh, my character's gonna look like this person. And then that person goes, well, I can't make my character look like myself. So I'm gonna make them look like this other member of the polycule. <laughs> and everyone's one step away with their character looking like a different person. And then you get into matches and you're like, wait, who the fuck are you again? I'm having trouble telling which one is a witch at this point. So yeah, it can spin out of control. Can you imagine playing a like two-player co-op game where you look like each other and how weird that would oh, yeah. feel. I I feel mm. like that would be an existential mindfuck. Like at that point, you just got to be like, look, I love you, I love that you love me, but we got to play ourselves here. You've got to, you like, I can't, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> gonna drop that phrasing, Taya. I'm just gonna <laughs> embrace it at this point. Fuck it. Like, I'm look. I love that you love masturbating, but like, goddamn it. <laughs> there we go. Yep. <laughs> we landed yep. there. Yeah. But okay. So I, I, I genuinely want to delve into like. So I said myself that I kind of stopped um, using my husband as the like character I created because he even made a comment was once and was like, "That's a bit weird." And I was like, "Ooh, is it?" In my head, I still don't fully... I don't think I've ever fully come to terms with why that's weird. But for you guys personally, yeah, like I remember we kind of touched on this at one of our first panels and everyone on the panel kind of was like, yeah, that's a bit weird. And I sat there going, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. Um, why do you guys think that is something that is just like a bit of a... An, not a, a non-negotiable red flag, but something that just makes you go, huh... Personally, why do you guys think that? I think it's probably because they haven't had that. You haven't had that conversation with them, or they haven't had that conversation. That partner hasn't had that conversation with them first. Like, I, I personally take no issue if someone's just like, "Oh, can I just model this character like after you?" Because I like looking at you, and I'd like you to be in my game. And it's like, okay, sure, no worries. Um, but yeah, if it's just like something that hasn't happened with sort of my consent. Or like there hasn't been any sort of discussion, um, then it's just like okay, that is a little bit strange and a little bit maybe like a little bit like it's it, almost like a control yeah, issue. Yeah, like it's it feels a little bit invasive, I, I guess. Like without that discussion, like optics wise, just imagine right if instead of this was a digital game. Um, I don't know, you're like fucking playing with dolls. You got you got a doll game time it might be warhammer whatever it happens to be you're playing with dolls with other people and you go to your partner i've had this doll to made to look exactly like you and they go and what are you going to do with it and they say well i'm not playing games with you i'm taking it to a separate place that you aren't in and i'm interacting with it that is fundamentally creepy and i feel like to an extent uh like Someone making a custom character of a male partner Sorry. doesn't carry that same weight. Sorry, Fair. The, the... Cameron, would you like to yep. explain what happened? Damn it. No. Oh, okay. I, I pretended that it was a voodoo doll getting stabbed. Okay, let's keep going. <laughs> you had some really important points. It, it was, they were good points. <laughs> Look, if it's, if it's a male partner, it doesn't have the societal, like... Uh, baggage that comes with it, right? But Ooh. when when it is a female identifying partner, there is all kinds of baggage that comes along with cultural situations that ultimately could be fixed by, as Taya said, having a fucking conversation about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the, the question, the person who's asked the question is the person who 
didn't get the conversation, right? They've clearly got a problem with it. They're uncomfortable with the situation. So time to weaponize it. You make a character that looks like your boyfriend and you just, whenever he enters the room, you make it walk around going, I'm walking into a wall. Help me. I don't know how to craft things properly. That's you. That's a very nice version. I thought you were going to say just like flinging themselves off bridges and such. (laughs) Just like failing to block an Elden Ring from a boss and just getting annihilated. (laughs) Turning to the boyfriend and saying, you failed me again. I think the okay so I'm gonna out myself here on something else that I did once and again this was a a a long time ago and I don't think I'd do it now um but I Malian is mocking me for touching my mustache um but I feel like okay so back when Skyrim was really big and modding was really big I modded my husband in as a romanceable companion and then uh. made the character myself. And it falls under the same thing of like, when you were playing The Sims, like growing up in The Sims, I used to make me and my boyfriend at the time in The Sims and would have them have a whole life together. Like, at what point is it kind of, and as it, that's not what I'm, I probably wouldn't do that anymore. It's not what I'm looking into. I, it was like a fantasy building thing back in the time of, you know, I'll, I'll, I don't know if it's a lack of representation or just, you know, building dreams up, but what are our thoughts on, you know, is that well, acceptable? Well, it's interesting, right? That actually is, um, I, I recently saw a research paper presented on dollhouse play in games and including things like just like in Fallout 4 where you can farm and you can like build a house and just being like, well, yeah, that's dollhouse play still, right? Like, mm. Maybe we'll want to try and not use those terms, but no, nah, fuck it. Like, it's still how do play. And um, it's very enjoyable. I mean, even in Red Dead Redemption 2, I like clip-clopping around on my ponies and I like to, like, build my commune and fish and whatnot. But so there's... And that does happen quite a lot in games where it is that dollhouse play mm. in a lot of ways. Um, but the question, though, here in terms of how do I, why it's weird. <laughs> Cause I think, I think that stuff isn't necessarily always weird, right? Like the idea of dollhouse play, I yeah. think that's pretty acceptable. It's just stuff we do. It's fun. Um, but if it's the p- point where it bothers your partner, um, I have my PhD. There's a chapter on it in <laughs> about that in this one. I've interviewed women who played video games with their partners and uh, yes, a couple of the women did play with um, other women, but they used the time into talking with me. Um, I think, uh, surprisingly, I didn't intend this to, to be a finding, uh, to, I guess, vent about uh, their partners. But I had two interviewees who actually spoke without prompt about how their boyfriends created girlfriend avatars of them in games. So one of them was playing Destiny without um, her and they already had a conversation about him playing less games to spend more time with her. And so when she saw her character, his character in Destiny look like her, she kind of read it as, oh, I like she looks kind of cool, but also you're controlling me. So that's weird. But also like, you know, like this kind of like mixed emotions because she's a badass. But yeah, but at the end of the day, she kind of felt like he was doing that because he felt guilty 
for playing games and not spending time with her. So trying to include her in his game somehow, but she's not playing the game with him. It's that mix, right? Because you could feel a, a level of endearingness towards it of like, oh, he's made me. Oh, but also like, oh. 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 <laughs> yeah. So context matters there, I guess. Mm. And then um, the other person who mentioned about the girlfriend avatar is that they would swap controllers while playing the games. So they'd play through games like Skyrim or Fallout by swapping controllers. So him making the avatar look like her, she felt more included. So she could be like, let's go get me this for my pony and so forth, right? Or don't let me die because they would swap the controller. But she was actually playing and spending time with him during that. It was about so inviting th- her in. Yeah. So I think that's the key difference there. Yeah. I guess like at this point, like ultimately the best approach for this would potentially just having that would be having that conversation with this partner and saying like, you know, there's something about this that I find a little bit uncomfortable. So the person who's asking this question does need to do a little bit of soul searching and, and ascertain whether it is like, you know, it's just that you've taken my likeness without really talking to me or I actually feel like you're replacing me with like a digital avatar of myself. Um, and understanding unconscious motive, like they may just naturally have made them without ever thinking about it. And before being questioned, they've not thought about why they've done that. Yeah. Right. Like I think most of the time is meant to be a harmless thing that's just not being questioned or thought mm. of much. Um, but yeah, I think uh, it it's obviously not done maliciously. No, <laughs> it's like, just a, yeah. As I said, when I was doing it, I was doing it because I love my husband. I was like, yay, my husband in video games. Woo. And then as soon as it got questioned, I went, oh, wait, maybe that is weird. And that's when I started to kind of unravel that and go in a different direction with what I was looking for in character creators. I think to wrap us up, I want really quickly lightning round. If someone that you love made a, a character that looked exactly like you in a game, a single player game, how would you feel about it? I'll go first. I, I personally wouldn't mind. Personally, personally. I wouldn't mind, but context would be important. Are they doing it with like nice lovingness or are they doing it because it's like big titties? If it's like, <laughs> uh, if it's like, <laughs> if it's like Elden Ring and it's like badass moments, I'd be like, yes. If it's a yes. game where the character is just constantly getting the shit kicked out of them, I'd be like, concern. <laughs> I wouldn't have a problem, but that's that's because I've been with the partners I've been, I am with for a long time, and like I I know what the the reason for doing it would be, and I'm fine with that. Mm. I definitely appreciate a conversation beforehand, uh, but if they want to put me into the uh, game as their big titty uh, goth GF, I'm totally down. Uh, but <laughs> definitely need to have that conversation first. Just picturing yes. your head on like a big titty anime goth Look, girl. I think I'd make a pretty good Morticia. Thank you very much. Yeah, we'd love to walk yeah, you. Yeah, they watch you seconded. Walk... <laughs> we'd love to walk, watch you walk away. <laughs> there we go. Wow. Is that another budget. And Molly with Anne? that note, on that note, that's all we have time for this week. We want to thank Ryan Stinson for producing the Pixel Hearts and Blusher for our intro and outro, the Pixel Hearts theme song, and One Pixel at a Time. For all of our links, or if you need the Pixel Hearts to help troubleshoot your love life, head to our link tree in the show notes. But until next time, be kind to each other. Thank you.